What's going on, everybody? You are now listening to the Love Quest International Church Sermon Podcast. It's a brand new season. Matter of fact, it's homecoming season. Sons and daughters are coming home. So you know what to do. Get your Bible, get your water, get some coffee, get some tea, and get yourself ready to receive. The time is now. And if you don't know the drill, then you better learn the motto. Get your love fixed, man. I don't know about you, but Sunday after Sunday, how do you keep the same flames going, right? Well, all I got to, I get triggered when I think of how good God is. Like everybody in here got triggers. Now here's the part. If you really love yourself, you'll stop getting triggered over trash and get triggered over triumph. You trigger them and they just face just uh, right. Your, your your trigger face got a uh, uh, your, your your triggers got a face, and I think gratitude got a face. Your triggers got a sound. I think triumphant people got a sound. Right now, every, here's my thing. Everybody in here chooses what they gonna give their voice to. You want to see a better world? Stop giving giving your voice to trash. You want to see a better world? Give your voice to triumph. I'm coming out. I mean, I can go down the list right now of what every person in here could be grateful for, starting at the fact you made it here. Right? And and every last one of y'all standing up. And it looked like most of y'all got two legs you standing on. Put one hand up. Now put the other hand up. Look like you got both hands. So you should use them, right? Right? How many, how many, how many people, if you got one leg, go walk? Okay, we so we got that many people just with, with one leg? Let me let me say, if you at least got one leg, if you got at least two legs, so that sounds like we should have more people, you know what I'm saying, jamming out, you know what I'm saying, you got hands, you got legs, it don't mean if you dance like this, it's okay, but the, the Lord receive it the same. Come on, look at your neighbor and say, you safe in here. In heaven, they take all forms of payment. 
Put your hands up one time. I declare over you that what the enemy has planned for this coming week, woo, what the enemy has planned for you this coming week, it will fail. Oh yeah, you hear what I'm saying? If the enemy's coming to steal your joy this week, it will fail. If he's coming to steal your hope this week, it will fail. If he's coming to steal your strength this week, it will fail. Tell your neighbor, it will fail. Now, this is the wrong church to come to if you sat next to somebody you don't like. Because you're going to have to talk to them at some point today. All right. Last thing, you, last thing, I want you to look at somebody and I want you to say, uh, man. Go ahead. Listen, you are the second person this week that I had to remind that they are so lucky to be standing next to me. Now enjoy it while you have me. Come on. Come on, go on ahead, have a seat in the presence of the Lord. Go on, have a seat. one time I love I love love quest I love you guys we we started our own little parking uh our little parking lot right there don't give us a dead end we're gonna use it for a parking lot amen it's all good now now I was in the back elder John I was in the back and I was thinking now have they I know they posted that the uh the 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 crane broke Right? The crane broke. Did they say why? They don't know why yet. Investigation. Now, now, I'm just going to be a little selfish right now. I'm just going to be a little selfish right now. I really think us meeting here every single night began to shake some stuff up. church this is how we knew if you fell out in the Holy Ghost and it was the Holy Ghost you didn't get hurt it, now, let me tell you something all y'all that be falling out and you get hurt no but Deacon Rona never get hurt Holy Ghost all the time got hurt but some of the folks that just it's almost like the scripture where the, where the devil told Jesus to jump off the cliff and he said no 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 we should not test God like that it's like people be coming in here sometime really testing God like like let me tell you something if it ain't the Holy Ghost a catcher may not catch you if you just throwing yourself all over the place okay? but nobody gets hurt nobody gets hurt and nobody got hurt nobody got hurt over there you know do you, you know how long they work that thing fell at a time nobody got hurt. Now, see, this is crazy talk for some people. It's also biblical talk for others. God does begin. There is a sound that does. Have you ever stood next to a stadium that was erupting and they've measured the shaking from just the unified sound? 
hey, this neighborhood ain't heard a sound like this. So I wouldn't be surprised if the gravel is shocked. It's a whole lot of stuff gonna get shaken around here. So I'm just saying, I'm just gonna take some credit for it. And they investigate all they want. I hope they come to the church and do an interview. I hope the news come around here and say, what do you think caused this? Well, let me tell you, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, since 3.30 in the morning, okay? Okay? And we got on an airplane from Calgary and came here, and we dropped off the pl- jumped off the plane, and then we came straight here. Okay? Now, the way some of y'all looking at me is like, you got up this morning at one. <laughs> no, we're not going to do it again. We're not going to do it again. And some of y'all like, good. And can I get a chair? I just got to do y'all one time. Because I swear I'll be looking like, I'll be feeling like I am really at a zoo right now. They looking like, wow, Lee. <laughs> what is that down to a 6-4 giraffe from Oakland, California? Mm. <laughs> you got, you, of course, they, they lit. Now, now, the students over here, they, 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 they lit. I can tell y'all really into it. <laughs> But y'all just <laughs> We are church, we are church. What are we doing? And then you got the people I can tell you used to party. Look, 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 partying leaves residue. So I can't, I mean, you, you still look good, but I can tell you used to party. And some of you, I can tell you still do, okay? Now listen, you got to sit down, you got to sit down, because I got to see them back there, okay? And I'm like, I, I be wondering what's going on in your mind, because I know I'm like, this is different church. Where, what church you going to pull up on on a Sunday morning? We just acting like this. We ain't even got to the word, but I'm having a good time right now. This is not a part of the program, <laughs> but that's okay. Jesus is a part of the program, and he's here. And I'm free. I'm just free. I'm just free. Right? No, no, where you, where you going? Where you, where you going? Where you going? Where you going? I love you. I love you. I love you. Now, look. Now, look, 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 look. So, so he, was, he was about to get upset at me. I got to stop, stop, stop. I'm sorry, Lyle. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. All right? But then people, I'm like, at what point, I don't know, maybe I'm different. I'm like, at what point am I like, like, I'm like, at what point, at what point 
do I join the party? Right? Here, here's, I'm, I'm teaching right now, okay? One thing I do know, there's a percentage of people who lack revelation of praise. So, you, so some people don't understand that God not only requests praise, but, but commands praise. When we understand that. The wisest man to walk this earth wrote songs. And he got it from his daddy. So we look at the longest uh, book in the Bible. When we look at how we're taught to come into his presence, you could not even get close to the Holy of Holies without first Thanksgiving. Then enter into his courts with praise. What you got to understand about that model, it was a, it was, it was pointing to a New Testament model of worship. That's why he says we remove the walls. We're no longer, we're not a building, but this is how my people are to come. One, Thanksgiving. Two, praise. Now, when you look at different sorts of praise, I don't even care what your nationality is. I don't care your ethnicity. I don't care your culture. There's not one form of praise that does not require expression. Okay. And so when you understand that this is how we enter his presence, then he goes to John 4 and tells the woman, he says, that God is looking for some folks. In the New Testament, it ain't too many people he's searching for. It says in Matthew 6, search me out, seek me. Then he says in John 4, this is who I'm seeking. I'm looking for the one that's going to worship me and in spirit and in truth. The truth is, is that I don't care if we don't give one message today. You are the message. You are this living word. You are this expression of God's goodness. And if we as a people cannot learn how to collectively express, it don't got to look the same. Okay? Standing is unity. Now, how we all bop, that could go all kinds of ways. But as far as Learning how to praise even when it's not my genre. Here he says, he says to, I want you to be a witness to all nations. You know how beautiful it is when all different types of people come together and say, on a daily basis, like this is not the genre of music I would choose. But boy, I want to join in on what God is doing here. There's a lot of things we all pray for. But how many people understand the power of your praise accelerates this harvest that you're looking for? Right? We are a house of praise. And trust me, the day God says, lead a people alone, I will guess what? Lead a people alone. But we don't build the culture we have without spending time helping people understand the importance of praise. But also there's a few people who don't even know they got permission to praise God like this. Because we've been taught when you come to church, you better keep it together. And there's a certain way you act. Well, if you're not acting free, 
And, and, and you're going to get persecuted when you hear, man, you know how many times I got persecuted or questioned about the name of our church? They thought we were some cult because we had love as our name. You see how we gave away love? I'm talking about boards of religious organizations. When we looked up your church, we were wondering. <laughs> we weren't quite sure, but I'm glad you explained the vision of your church. And no. Love Quest, every single person in here, what we have in common, if we was to put it in a nutshell, your career, your frustrations, your highs, your lows, every person in here, you are looking for love. You're not looking for a diploma. You're hoping that diploma leads you to a certain life. And at the end of that, what you're looking for is love. What every person on their deathbed is going to be looking for is love. So since we're on our love quest, love, the fruit that comes out of love is joy. So a part of me encountering God's love is giving him my expression of my gratitude. And it says that the joy of the Lord becomes my strength. Bible says he inhabits the praise of his people. So if I want to commune with the Lord, right, let, let me make, break it down natural. I know the world has, has beat up this thing called sex and all of that. And even when I say that, I know there's like, oh, what are you about to say? What are you about to say? Um, well, when you go do your homework on abide in me and I'll abide in you. When you look at, uh, he inhabits the praise. When you look at dwell in me and I will, when you look at, when you understand. So I'm not just going, I'm married, man. I love my wife. It's not fair of me to expect her to abide with me as I abide with her without any praise without any thanksgiving. We don't just go to work all day, don't never talk to each other and come home and say, <laughs> there's, there's nothing in that. You're just nasty. You're just, you're just, you're, 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 you get what I'm saying? But, but, but when all day that little text message, miss you, sweetie, love you, little quick little FaceTime, hey, you better take some notes. <laughs> Quick little FaceTime, right? Hair, right? Hair appointments. They be watching. They be watching. Hair appointments. Hey, fellas, take some notes from me. Okay? My wife, my wife, her hair right now, like, man, her hair appointments. Hey, her hair appointments. Her hair appointments. I be, I be, I be making, I'm like, babe, we'll make a hair appointment. And then I dropped her off instead of meeting around at her appointment and I just had to take some little photo and I made a little video of her little process. Right? So cute. Right? And 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 but 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 it wasn't about later on that night. No, 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 no. This is an accumulation of praise. Right? This is this isn't about tonight. This isn't about getting my blessing today. 
This is about she has something in me and when I give her my praise, there is something she gives back to me that goes beyond that intimacy. But she gives me back the affirmation that I need. But I'm sowing it. So when I sow praise, the strength that I'm praying for comes out of my praise. It doesn't come out of me observing someone else's strength. You can be around strength and not get strong. Get what I'm telling you? And so what I'm saying, this isn't about knowing the words. We got TVs. This isn't about loving the genre. This is about fighting. This is about gratitude. This is about showing somebody that may be in this room that don't know Jesus Christ that I made the best decision of my life. You are not going to see me five days a week give more energy to the world than I do in a couple of hours for the Lord that woke me up, that gave me the job, that fed me, that took care of my children. No, no, no. Do you understand how many people in here got babies? Let me tell you something. There's some stuff that can happen to your children that you can't help. Your God deserves a praise for your baby being alive today. There's plenty of parents who did not. They have to put their babies to, to rest. I got two legs. There's many people in hospitals amputated. Look, I'm fasting. But I have something to eat. There's plenty of people that are dying of starvation. So all I'm saying is a person of gratitude is hard to defeat. While I'm waiting, I'm getting stronger. Not because I'm waiting, but how I'm waiting. When I'm waiting on marital breakthrough, I'm still giving God praise. My praise cannot be conditional. My praise has to be from a place of knowing that God is good, period, point blank. You cannot thank a person of gratitude. I mean, you cannot stop a person of gratitude. So all I want to do, you know how people have their convictions and their ministries and you can go to a conference and somebody specializes in business. You know what you need just as important as business, if not more? A lifestyle. A savings account filled with praise. I'm telling you, what you're dreaming for will find your heart of gratitude. prayer for you today all of us become set on fire for the Lord when I say fire that don't mean screaming that don't mean uh, it looks like me doesn't mean it looks like Annabeth and when I'm talking about praise I'm not talking about being on fire for the Lord because you can praise God without being on fire. You can praise God depressed. But if I want a fighting chance of coming out of depression, I better give him praise with the little bit of strength I do have. So when you come back Sunday, when you come back Monday, when you come back Tuesday, when you come back Wednesday, when you come back Thursday, when you come back Friday, when you come back Saturday, guess what we're going to be doing? Praise. And you're going to have an opportunity to what? Praise. You can't call your restaurant a house of pancakes. 
if you only do pancakes once a week. Right? This is, this is a house of praise, which means we do praise what? Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. You don't got to stand. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Sunday, Monday. All right, all right, all right, all right, y'all. Y'all disobedient. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Okay, okay, okay. Let's do it. Hallelujah. We started a new series last week called Cry Holy. Cry Holy. All day was people's hearts getting mushy for the Lord again. Sunday night was astronomical. Sunday night was foundational. It was pivotal. It was something that I know God is on the move for whoever is ready to move. But he's also not going to move people that don't want to be moved. But I will tell you that this year is go time. But we can't be so go that we abandon being who we're called to be. We were called holy before we were called rich. Understand, before you was formed in your mother's womb, you were created to live a consecrated life. Meaning, it doesn't mean you don't have friends. It just means you are set apart for the Lord. It means he gets first dibs in your life. Right? And so we cry holy, the return to the fear of God. I believe people, to the best of their knowledge, you would say, I love God. But I'm here to tell you, you can love God and not fear God. The decisions we make is the fruit of our reverence. I can't say I love God, but abandon everything he put in place for a firm foundation. I can't say I love God and mistreat his creation. I can't say I love God and be mean to people. I can't say I love God and keep making making decisions that will hurt people. I can't say it. And we hear it all the time. I love God. Well, maybe you love him in one of the other ways, but not agape. Okay, but not agape. You can love God in one, say eros. And not love him in agape, but in order to love him in agape, you love in all ways. See, for us, religion has caused us to have a conditional relationship with God instead of a a covenantial relationship. Right? We are covenant beings, not conditional beings. So God didn't choose this morning to look at our record and our resume and, and give us a day based on our past. My, my day is not based on my mistakes or my good merits. But for some reason, 
We approach God most of the time about things we want and things we need. We rarely find a people faithful over pursuing God just to get to know him. You ready? It takes a whole lot more to pursue God to know him than to pursue him to get something from him. And a lot of times your hard work got you the blessing, not your relationship. And so you around here thanking God and he like, but I still miss you. It's like only giving your kids things, but you're always gone. It's like only giving your wife stuff. She got a date night, but she don't got presents. And we pride ourselves in, oh, I'm a tithe or, oh, I go to church or, oh, I serve. But we look in the Bible and the Bible says there's some people that's going to come to him in the latter day in those days and say, God, look at what I've done for you. I did it in your name. And he going to say, but I, I, I really never knew you, which in one, for one person, you can be like, man. How you going to do that? Or for the other person, they can look and say, whoa, that simplifies life. Yeah. I'm doing all this work thinking that's going to please God and all he wants is to know me. Yeah. And, and here's the crazy part. He already knows me, which leaves nothing but he just wants to be in the presence of who he knows. I spent all my life trying to do all these things and at the end of my life I find out all God wanted was me not my tithe right not not I serve all the time I can't I can't go to God and be like look at how many hours I put in preaching look at how many counseling hours I put in look at what I'm doing for my kids look at how good how, how, what kind of husband I am look 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 God I've been faithful everywhere you sent me everywhere you sent me I presented it back in excellence if you came right now every piece of fruit that you've given me I've been faithful and it has multiplied God, I've been a good son. I've been a good husband. I've been a good father. I've been a good friend. I've been a good co-worker. And he going to say, but what about me and you? It's, like, it's crazy because if you forfeit knowing him, then how do you keep doing something for someone you don't know? So what is your point of giving someone you don't know all this work? You wouldn't even do that on earth. Is this, this person that sit behind a box or sit behind a curtain and you just keep dropping stuff off every day? Hey, sir. Hey, ma'am. Hey, I got, I got a tie there. Or, hey, I got some good looks for you. Hey. I got a good job for you. Hey, I got some Tonka trucks for you. Hey, I got a condo for you. Hey, I got a house. You keep doing all this stuff. And the Bible says, not PT, Bible says you're going to get to the end and he's going to blow on everything. And the only thing that's going to mean anything to him is what was done for him. Let me tell you, I don't have time. You don't have time to continue to live life, to show up at the end with stuff that's not going to matter to God. When I look out here, I'm going to show up to God. I'm testifying. And I could look around and I could see who came and how you was when you first came. 
how you are now, EJ, Eero, we're going to be able to show up to the Lord and he's going to say, well done. I don't know about you. I don't want that smoke when I show up to the king and he like, what's that? Oh, that meant something to your friends, but that don't mean nothing to me. Oh, that meant something to your to your city, but that didn't mean that that, that didn't mean nothing to me. And it's not even about hey, look at all these souls I showed up with. But was your heart about winning souls pure? He's calling us back to holy because that's the purest form of how He created us. Right? Why wouldn't we want to be the best version of us according to the Lord? I showed a video last week. Now, what are we doing? Some of us look at this and say, oh, ugh, the world. If I read my Bible correctly, the Lord, starting with the Father, gave a solution to this. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believed in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Jesus came that he might destroy the work of the enemy. And then he says, go. He died for us. He rose for us. And he said, I got to go. So the same power that you see me living in, I'm going to send. The same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives in. Oh, no wonder it's a persecution against the infilling of the Holy Ghost. No wonder it's a, 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 a humongous drop off on deliverance ministry. We got to get you out of here in 90 minutes. Not knowing that a part of some of the humor and a part of some of the spontaneous music is because there's people in here that through the, the humor and through the spontaneous little dip, bop, 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 you think, no, it's strategic. Because what's happening before God goes in, he has to at least get people to pull their walls down and get comfortable. So then what we about to give them, there's a place in their heart to receive it. There's a process. There's an order. And there's a strategy to bring people to freedom. This is why people pay $750 in our city in the same week that we're doing our revival week, inviting people for free to encounter the Holy Ghost because who the Son set free is free indeed. Hold up. They not leaving free indeed. They leaving more bound in free indeed. Now, as us believers, we believe the word or we don't. We've been meeting 28 days in a row, gearing ourselves up for this one week of revival where we're believing. And if you came last year, you've seen people. I'm looking at people. I'm looking at people that was delivered. You saw, you saw, you saw. So when I look at them, I'm like, whoa, buddy. There's people looking for freedom. But the church isn't open for it. So let me go pay $750 for this seminar for a group that is taking these different types of methods to take people through an emotional exercise 
And then they're going to receive some level of freedom and peace. I received some level of freedom and peace when I used to smoke weed. When I used to sip Hennessy and drink beers and I used to experience something, but I didn't realize the enemy was like, oh, let me back up. You already on the cycle. But that wasn't free indeed. So right in our city, there's people signing up because they heard some people give testimonies of the freedom they're experiencing through this class. When's the last person you expressed how much freedom you received? And if you ain't received none or experienced any, then today is your day. How many people come in on the night of prayer? I guarantee you if they did that for 40 days, they'd have people signing up and probably get $10,000 for it. But when the church is calling, hey, we're meeting every night for 40 days to start our year. Come out, pray. Can we get two? So then there's people that's saying, where you going on a Tuesday night? I'm going to church. Church on a Tuesday? Oh, y'all serious? I watched Next Door for, I don't know, a few weeks straight when they have their seasons where they come together and pray. Parking lot full every single night and they come after we're done. I, I really believe that the Christian church, we plan. And I think it's some people in here, God saying, you really love me or what? He's saying, stop playing church. Christianity isn't a trend. Jesus really died. Right? If, if you had a friend that died for a cause, like, we, we'll protect. Let, let's not talk about somebody who died serving the, the country. Let's not talk about that. We get protective over that. But what about protection over the one that died for the whole world? How dare us come into church week after week and accept not living in power? How dare us know that stuff is like this. People are registering for freedom, but they're not going to church. May we never complain to the government when they shut us down and say, you guys are not essential. We're not. People are dying. So the government doesn't need churches to have 90 minute services. They're trying to stop the world to find a cure. Now, what would happen if there was some churches in the city that they knew of that when people come here for some reason, they get better? Do it take all that? Well, don't ask that question and then leech off of Jesus' death. It took all that and you accepted it, right? Might God send messengers who are courageous to tell the church time is out playing church? And may there be people that's willing to listen and say, where can I get my life together, right? You are not coming to most of us who come to church because we're going through it right now in our lives. 
What if I told you this very topic is the cure to your life's frustrations? It is the cure to you leaving behind legacy. The fear of God is the very foundation for a good life. The fear of God. Because fear is not bad unless it's destructive fear. But when fear is properly directed, it's fruitful. I fear God. I'm not scared of God. I reverence God. He gets the last say, and I don't want to make any decisions that interrupt or get in the way of his plan for my life or nobody else's. So when I make choices in my life, I consider his plan for me. I set myself aside and say, you know what? I can't go there because if I go there, the place I'm in in my life, it's not going to bring God glory because I know how tempted I'm going to be. I know I might slip. I might. So for a season of my life, I'm setting myself aside. Right? I'm not going to sleep around, not because I'm so holy, but I'm keeping myself for God's plan. And whoever I'm sharing this with, it's who God has appointed me for. So the lack of reverence in the land, and we see the mockery of God, right? We bop to, we bop to, what was his the little Nas X? We, man, we turn up, we turn up. And we'll turn up to that song, and then we'll see the visual, and like, oh, wait a minute, he called himself the second coming. Oh, he mocking God. He really mocking God. Like, what's going on? This is a part of prophecy, though. It's in the book that we're heading to those days. What we see in the other video, there's a prophecy that says, hey, there's going to be the Antichrist, there's going to be false prophets, and they will have signs and wonders. That's what we just saw. There's disciples for the other side working. What are we doing? And every last one of us, if your hope is to see King Jesus, a part of your encounter with the Father is going to be, what did you do? Fruit that remains. And yes, it costs something. But it doesn't cost you joy. But I remember partying. It costed my joy. I remember getting drunk. It costed my joy. It costed my joy. The question is, is what are you willing to continue to pay for? But you are holy, Psalm 22 says. Oh, you who dwell in the holy place where the praises of Israel are offered. Look what he says. He inhabits the praise of his people. He says, but you are holy. Oh, you who dwell in the holy place where the praises of Israel or Lovequest or Vancouver or Wally or Surrey are offered or the Richmond's household. He inhabits. He dwells. He makes his abode. He makes home where praises go up. And he calls it a holy place. To dwell is to be fully present in a place or with a person. To settle in or engage with. I'll say it again. He inhabits or he dwells in the place of the praises of his people. 
which means he's fully present. In a place or with a person. Look, when we're, when we're praising, he settles in and he engages with us. So I cannot ever show up anywhere where I'm praising God and not understand that he's showing up and he's ready to engage. Exodus 15, the enemy spoke, I'll pursue, I'll hunt them down, I'll divide up the plunder, I'll glut myself on them, I'll put out my sword, my fist will send them reeling. That was the enemy's plans and it's still his plans. And it says, but you blew with all your might. Thank you, Lord, for interceding. Thank you, Lord, for fighting for me. And the sea covered them. They sank like a lead weight in the majestic waters. Who compares with you among gods, oh God? Another psalmist says, who is like the Lord? No, 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 nobody. If our God is for us, dun, 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 dun. say nobody then I ask what is like the Lord no thing and then where is like the Lord nowhere and then I'm, 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 I can't wait to go to the Bahamas. I can't wait to go to Italy I can't wait to go to Belize I can't wait to go to Thailand I can't wait to go to wait to go to wait to go to <laughs> wait to go to curry that's what we gonna do wait to go to no we, we, we can't we can't wait to go to we're more excited we're more expecting we're more planning we're more putting money aside we're more telling people about a vacation we got coming up than the peace the vacation that entered my soul when Jesus came in do you want to? Do you want to know? Do you want to? You want to know why we we we, uh, we do what we do? Because man, there's a party going on up in here. There's a party going on right here. All right, that's that's not right. That's that's all right. All right. Come on, who is like the Lord? Nobody. What is like the Lord? No thing. And where is like the Lord? Nowhere. And there shall come forth a shoot out of the stock of Jesse, David's father. Come on, come on. Happy fingers, happy fingers, happy fingers. All right. And a branch out of his roots shall grow and bear fruit. 
and the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. The spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and of the reverential and obedient fear of the Lord and shall make him of quick understanding and his delight. Church, can we get to this? Can, can our delight be in revering the Lord? Like, 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 and those that have come every night or even several times a night, several times a week, you'd be lying if you didn't say there wasn't some natural fatigue. But I don't know if I'm the only one, but once I get here with the body of Christ, there's something that kicks in that there's a supernatural strength. And if I could just get in the room, I walk out with more encouragement, more courage, more faith, more strength. Just getting in the body, getting in the room for where God is, there's freedom. So when we come, everybody tired, everybody got kids, everybody got jobs, everybody, maybe not everybody. <laughs> everybody got stuff to do. But man, we'll get off work early to get to that soccer game. We'll get off work early for that, for that hot date. Right, if we about to go out of town, we'll, we'll take off a whole day so we can pack and go on our vacation. But oh, that's just prayer. But then you pray, Lord, help me. And God's like, that sounds like a voice of somebody that don't like prayer. Because when you understand prayer is not a moment, it's a lifestyle. It, it's a delight. It's something that I practice. If I'm in the NFL, you can't, I, I, don't, I don't play football in moments of my life. If I am a professional football player, a professional anything, it's what I do. Right? It's what I do. So if prayer is giving to me, man, let me, let me put this to a stop. Hey, hey, Christians, we have the freest form of communication with our master. Everyone else's prayer life comes with bondage. But why do every, is everybody else more disciplined when it comes to prayer as a religion? They will stop. Some will stop in the middle of the day, 5 p.m., no matter where. I've, I've been in cafes and folks run in with their mat and say, can I just take a moment and pray in the hallway? Anywhere. What is up with us? There's religions, they're knocking on doors. And we can sit here and judge and say, well, that, that's not the way, the truth, and the life. But when the last door you knocked on? See, God says, I honor them. That's why, that's why they, that's why they own in the in and outs. That's why they own in universities, big universities as a religion. Because they're unified around the foundation. For us. It's like, no. And I, I know we're going to have a fire prayer house of prayer. Like, if, if y'all made it, if you could see how many people who would have never thought they'd be on a microphone come up here and pray. Give me that microphone. 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 Give me that. Andrew, come up here and pray real quick. 
Hallelujah. Father God, we just give you all the honor, all the glory, and all the praise. Father God, we thank you for this is the day that the Lord has made. We thank you for breath in our lungs. We thank you that this day you woke us up. You gave us the strength to get up, that we got the opportunity to put our face in the sun, and that you call us beloved son and beloved daughter. We declare this over every son with everybody under the sound of my voice, that you are a son and daughter of God. In the name of Jesus, amen. Jesus, thank you, Lord God, that you made this house a division. 
new power, a new grace, a new praise, Lord Jesus. I thank you, Lord God, that we that we abide in you, Lord. We abide in your heart. We abide in your praise. In Jesus' name. place. I thank you for homecoming. I thank you for the sons and daughters that are coming home. I thank you for the revelation that they have arrived home. I thank you for what you're doing. I thank you that revival has landed. I thank you that Lord, let it begin in me. Let it begin in me. Father God, I thank you. I thank you for what you're doing in this place. May we never take it for granted. May we never take it for granted that we get to be in the house of the Lord. We cry holy, holy, holy are you Lord God Almighty. And just for a few moments, just in this posture of worship, just have a seat, but stay in this posture of worship. You gotta be like, oh, you just called up people that's on the prayer team. No, I didn't. That wasn't a plan of the program. See, God's equipping his people for battle and for building. What's happening here every night is people are getting activated. It's like the book of Acts. People are getting activated. So when we call, right, the same way, boom, that's how life will hit you. You ain't got time to then run to church and be like, oh, can somebody help me? Can you, can somebody pray for me? It's like life going to hit you just like that. Deborah, come up here. Yes, I'm ready. I'm talking to somebody in here. Young man right here. Young man right here. Young man right here. Just like college age. Young man. Boom, I'm ready. When life hits you just like that, you got to, I'm ready. Your response when life hits you is, hallelujah, in the name of Jesus, I rebuke the enemy. In the name of Jesus, the enemy is alive. The spirit of fear does not live in me. I am a son. I am victorious. I am rising to the top. I am not. I am free from defeat. My chains are under my feet. I am a child of God. No, no, no. It's no reason for a believer response to trouble to be defeat. Life is going to come to poke out of you what you've been putting in you. And it's in that moment that when, when, when pressure hits you, but praise comes out of you, somebody's watching like, whoa, I never seen somebody respond like that. You, you know how you watch these airplane movies that, 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 that the airplanes are supposed to crash. But then there's this skillful pilot that lands the plane. But you know what that pilot does have? Poise. The pilot could not wait until the plane crashed to read the manual. His response was preparation. It wasn't fear. 
It wasn't a phone call. What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? No, 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 no. He might have had some people to say, hey, you need to go over here. We're going to find a place for you to land. I just need you to stay. Stay in the air. Drive around a little, little bit, but we're finding a place. We're preparing for a landing. And all heaven, all angels need sometimes is for you to just hang in there. He just needs you to fight. And how do we fight? We praise him. We live, we, we pray. It's through our faith. It's through our faith. His rescue of you should compel reverence from you. His rescue of you should compel reverence from you. And the four living creatures individually having six wings were full of eyes all over and within. Prophetically speaking, these wings with eyes is speaking of intellectual or intelligent praise. Like I'm not just up here. It can feel for some people who need, you know, the joke at the top and you need this and you need boom 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 and you're like, whoa, I followed along with that very well. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, there, there, there's intellectual prayer. There's all kinds of stories in this room. And if we used to break down each person's story, we would probably have to take a different path to reach each person. Somebody's here and they're looking, they got gifts inside of them. And somebody here is like, man, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm pregnant with something. I've always had gifts inside of me, but man, I just never been to a place where I've been activated or seen, or I've been a place where I could be equipped. You know what I'm saying? Like, like who is that in here that when you see other people activated, something begins to stir up inside of you, stand to your feet, stand to your feet. Stand to your feet, even if you're not a, a, a part of the family here. But but when you see others activated, there's something inside of you, whether it's conviction, whether it's passion, whether it's like, man, I've been waiting to be activated. I know there's gifts inside of me. Lift your hands right where you are. Lord God, in the name of Jesus, I declare that the same Holy Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is in this room. I pray that you go to each and every person right now, Lord, and stir up their gifts, even if they can't articulate those gifts. Lord, stir up the gifts. Set a fire in their belly, Lord God. I declare there's a deep conviction inside of them that they are on their way back to the altar, Lord God. They will not turn away again. Where they've been discouraged, Lord, I declare they pick it up today and they walk in courage. Claire, they begin to see themselves how you say they are. Not based on being qualified by man, but they know that you've called them. So I declare today they pick up their sword. Pick up your sword. Lift your right hand up as a, as, as, as a, as a symbol of I'm picking up my sword today. And say I'm never putting it down. Holy Spirit, sharpen my sword. Holy Spirit, anoint me right now. Teach me how to be skillful with my gift set. Help me put my eyes on you and my lane, not somebody else's lane. I am a one of one. I am fearfully and wonderfully made in Jesus' name. You can be seated. It says they never stopped. What did they never stop doing and saying? Crying, holy, 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 even the Lord God Almighty 
just mean he is who he was and who is to come which mean he is who he was and who is to come split the red sea is yeah yeah yeah, yeah. what's your red sea same thing he did for Moses guess what he'll do for you what's your lion's den where is it seen when you walk in the rooms, people just got something to say about you. It feels like them lions is ready to just chew you up. He'll lock them jaws. Where are you going into some pressure situations? Shadrach, where you at? Meshach, where you at? Abednego, where you at? He'll protect you in the fire. Walk through it. Same God. And whenever the living creatures offer glory and honor thanksgiving to him who sits on the throne why did I highlight who sits on the throne this is also a spitting image the living creatures offer glory our lives bring God glory the living creatures offer honor how we speak, how we carry ourselves, how we love people, and how we honor those that God put in place of authority brings God honor. And thanksgiving, look to him who sits on the throne. Here is a heavenly picture, prophetically speaking, on earth as it is in heaven. He says, and whenever Terrence offers glory and honor and thanksgiving, to the God that sits on the throne of his heart. What happens when God takes the throne of your heart? Not mammon, not fear of man, not pharmacia, drugs, not alcohol, not entertainment, not politics. What's sitting on the throne of your heart? It says when you bring glory and honor, you ready? Whatever is sitting on the throne of your heart, if you bring it glory, honor, and thanksgiving. If you thank your boss more than you thank God. If you thank your kids more, you thank your spouse more than you. You bring more honor to your friends than you do God. It says who lives forever and ever through the eternities of the eternities. The 24 elders fall prostrate. You know what this picture is, Elder John? Is when us bring God glory and honor and thanksgiving. When we're down here on earth, worshiping and praising and living lives of honor. You ready for this? Heaven. This isn't just like my grandma who's passed away and went to heaven. This is 24 elders, 2024, double honor, double order. We doubling down on government. When I talk government, I'm talking about spiritually speaking. This number 24 is a number of perfection. So what happens when his children begin to praise and he's truly the king that's sitting on their throne? These beings fall prostrate. Right? So, so, so my praise go up. It sends a signal. These beings that are sitting around his throne begins to bow, signifying that his children are sending an offering up. 
No, no, no. When we're worshiping and when we're bringing glory and when we're bringing honor. And this is why he says, the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. In other words, the reverential fear of God moves God to unlock his mind and his heart. So when I understand the key to get into his presence, what's actually happening, there's elders and there's angels and there's living creatures around the throne. They're not just crying holy, holy, holy because they're just in his presence because he don't necessarily need that. They're on a nonstop holy, holy, holy because around the world there's nonstop people bringing him glory bringing him honor and they're saying holy you're moving in Terrence life holy the elders are moving you're moving you're moving and when we bow down and he has the throne of our hearts and we come together and we send this sound up when we forgive people bringing him glory when we witness bringing him glory when we serve him in excellence bringing him honor when that happens heaven why do you think Jesus says, pray this way, on earth, as it is in heaven? We underestimate what kind of relationship we have with heaven. The governor of heaven, Holy Ghost, was sent down to live within us. So when we praise, it's authority is being sent up to heaven. These are signals. And so when we signal, what do you think they're doing on one weekend? They're signaling somewhere. do when they channel spirits there's people in here that used to walk in that life what are you doing when you channel the spirits when people are chanting they're calling on ancestors seem like the world kind of get this they're calling on ancestors you see great actors calling on the role they're playing the person to take over their body so when I'm worshiping the Lord I'm calling on help calling on strength I'm calling on angels I'm calling on my I'm calling on my joy I'm not sitting back waiting for joy I am signifying what joy looks like and then joy finds its signal I, 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 I am I am I don't have no strength but I'm standing so then strength finds its signal how you think the remote control and all these TVs working? Something is sending them a signal. Therefore, then we get back a picture. We get back a video. When we press play, it sends a signal. I don't know about technology like that, but I'm the, I know it worked like that somehow. I don't know all the names. So if God wired the TVs that way, If he wired, like, like, have you ever thought about if I call, right now I got Adam's phone number in my phone. And I'm going to find his phone number. There's tons of names in here, tons of phone numbers. But I got to find who I'm talking to. There's plenty of people on my phone. Just like you got plenty of stuff in your heart. <laughs> so I'll find Adam and I'll press call. And that call, when I call Adam... He don't activate nobody else's line but his. And it sends a signal from my phone, not to his phone, to a tower. 
tower sends a signal to his phone and then that tower connects us. If I don't ever send a signal, then I can't expect to hear back. And have you ever called somebody and then you was like, I called you and on their end they said, I don't have a missed call. So you can send a signal and it may not reach. So this is what, what do you do? You notice, have you ever read somebody who you tried to call, but it didn't go through? What'd you do? You called again until you got through. I'm trying to teach you how to worship and how to pray. Right? Because he tells Daniel, he says, hey, the first day you called, I heard you. But there was some things that was contending for the response. He said, I'm glad you kept praying. What reverence does, it keeps you from getting fatigued calling back. Because what reverence says, I know you're there. Something must not be, maybe the, maybe the satellite's down. I know you're there, God. I'm not getting offended because I know you got a phone. I know you, God paid his bill. You do know the blood when he tore the veil that just made sure we could get reception. So when we talk in reverence, you can't talk reverence without talking worship. You can't talk worship without fearing God. You know, number one reason why people worship money? Because they're afraid to not have it. When's the last time you was afraid to not have God in your life? This is the air I breathe. Are we talking awe? It doesn't amaze you that you woke up this morning? I, I, I kid you not. I'm looking for reasons. I'm in, I'm, I'm in the airplane today. that quick little turn we all leaning over the clouds I mean you better go back to the other way there's nothing you could do you know I didn't see nobody get on the plane and go in the cockpit and, and, and check credentials smell their breath to see if they got on the plane high or drunk every single person got on the plane sat down and start watching TV start reading got the audacity to go to sleep comfortably <laughs> and I'm sitting here and I'm like God if I make it on the ground one more time I'm going see this is how me and God talk one of my promises to God for getting me out of darkness well, I will let the world know that you are good. So excuse me if I'm stepping on any toes, but this was my promise to him because he saved me. And maybe nobody in here went through anything and don't have a revelation of, even if you're not all the way where you wanna be, where you was. 
So I told God, if I stepped on the, I'm like a competitive athlete. I'm like, devil, if you're going to kill me, this is a good chance right now, buddy, while I'm up in the air. You better kill me now. But if you let me get down on this ground and step back up in that church, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give God some praise. Man, we was up at three in the morning. I was in the car praising God. Because you know what? I don't deserve to be alive. And neither do you. You're not alive because you have breath. You have alive because somebody, you're alive because somebody gave you breath. So then use it. this is a burden for me but I don't mind I played in front of tens of thousands of people at a time I've had people boo me and a unified boo <laughs> make you feel some type of way in ESPN and I will shoot a three and you hear the crowd three oh I've heard that many people cheer too and that make you feel some kind of way I've had demonic voices in my ear that make you feel some kind of way but I've also heard God say I love you feel some kind of way and that's the affirmation I choose to hold on to that's what I wake up there's many athletes depressed because they miss the crowd noise they miss the approval of men what if I told you today you only woke up because he's approved you you the best of my ability tonight we're gonna dive deep in here but there's yeah God is after a few of you this morning there's a few of you in here that have been in a very and, I'm, and I don't I don't want you to be dramatic I don't want you to attention seek this is a very real call right here there's a few people in here that have been in a very very dark place even this year and you you use like this year I'm coming out I'm about to do it and it seemed like whatever you ended the year with you still can't shake it this year pray for you now you don't have to raise your hand at all that's on you but there's some prayer warriors in here and I just hear the Lord just saying son daughter 
whoever you are, let today be the last day you struggle in secret. Let me take your hand. It's an invitation for freedom. I know we'll have revival week, but I feel like God wants to set some people free today. Is there anybody in here that feels even a little lighter from when they walked in here? Is there anybody? Yeah. One thing I promised my family is I will never play church. Some people, sometimes it can seem like, man, too serious. No, I'm just urgent. Only got so much life to live. I don't know when that end coming. But one thing I do know is when I'm on my bed, which I hope I'm not on the bed. I hope I just like, man, peace. And I just, the body just drop and I'm just like, <laughs> I don't want to go through all that. <laughs> I won't have no, I won't, I won't, I won't have, I don't want to have nothing left. Like, I don't want to have words I could have spoke. I don't want to have a, I love you left that I should have said. I don't want to have to try to fight to stay alive, to have a conversation with somebody I should have squashed beef with already. Life like that and to the best of my ability I owe it to my, my savior to give you and the world and him everything he gave me to the best of my ability and that's God's plan for some of you in here tonight all of you but there's specifically some people who the Lord wants to lift the blinds in your life today it's prayer care if you serving now don't be one of them people who overthinking and you think yourself into a dark place real quick but you experience this depression this dark place this anxiety this heaviness in your life and when you come here nobody could tell nobody could tell and if you stood up today somebody would be shocked because you make somebody laugh. But is there anybody in here who's ever laughed for somebody but couldn't laugh for themselves? Yeah. But I want today to be a marker for you, whoever you are. Because what the enemy's plan to do with the little remnant of darkness that's left is to get you back to where God has already brought you from. I'm here as an intercession to step into your world today for a moment on behalf of my heavenly father and to stand in front of you and tell Satan you can't have him or her no more I'm here to look in the devil's eyes with you today and tell him to back up by the authority of Jesus Christ the name above every name take your hands off of my 
brother or my sister. This is the end of the road and we have fasted and prayed so I can come boldly expecting these lingering things to fall off right now. Will there be progress? Yes, there, there is progress and there is process and you might walk out of here and still have certain thoughts and, but that doesn't mean that God's not moving. It just means you now have to move in the direction of the promise. You can't walk out of here and go back into the same darkness and, and then be like, see, God didn't heal me. No, 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 no. It's not only who the sun set free is free indeed, but if the truth shall set you free. So after you receive this today, guess what? You got to get to some Bible-believing, spirit-filled, faith-filled church, and you got to learn of him. I know a good church. You're at one. But wherever you want to go, you go. But we're always here for you. But on the count of three, I'm going to ask you to slip your hand into the air. And I just want to pray for you really quickly. You've been struggling with darkness. I'm not going to ask you what darkness. I'm not going to give you a microphone and tell us to tell. No, I want to just pray for you. That's it. But you've been struggling with darkness. And I want to say kudos to you because you keep fighting. You keep getting up. But what I'm telling you is you don't have to live that way because Jesus died for it. Why live coping when he died for you to completely overcome the thing? So if that's you on the count of three, you're going to take ownership of your victory, not your darkness. So when you raise your hand, you're not just, yeah, I'm an alcoholic. No, 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 no. You're raising your hand saying, no, I'm the victorious one. You have been listening to the Love Quest International Church Sermon Podcast. And we're so happy you're here. If you're brand new to Love Quest, we are here too. Love all nations, equip the church, mobilize the equipped, and serve all. To stay tuned with everything we got going on in the community, follow us on IG at LoveQuestINTLChurch. We out here, okay? So stay tuned. We got more on the way. Welcome to the homecoming season. And you don't need another reason. And if you don't know the drill, then you better learn the motto. Get your love fixed, man.